The following three hours is paid programming. The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good morning, everyone. Right now, it is 11.06. This is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always list it online at the website, which is dipetro.com. This portion of the program on this, <coughs> excuse me, folks, rather foggy Thursday, but it's a big day. It is, uh, it's a huge news day, as a matter of fact. But today is Thursday. It is March 25th. It's the John DePietro Show. And this portion of our program, folks, is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're in an accident, were you in an accident or maybe a member of your family or a friend? If you, someone hit your car, you're involved with some kind of automobile accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Kenny will repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition, whether it's a small dent or a nearly total vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, located at 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, they're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. Again, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. They'll handle everything for you. Now, if you're in an accident and you can't drive your vehicle and a tow truck shows up, instruct them to bring the vehicle, say, let's get this over to West Fountain Auto Body right now. 272-3340, doesn't matter, day or night, they'll repair your vehicle, they'll handle everything for you, and most importantly, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, right now, it's 1107 on this Thursday, and it's a big news day. It's a huge news day. As we speak, Governor Baker is giving his COVID briefing. Now, coming up this afternoon, we just, I've made a pivot and a decision here on the program. Now, normally, those of you that listen to the program, wherever you are right now, if you're in the car and you maybe you've stumbled upon me on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, the flamethrower, plug it in so then you can always find it. We're here weekdays 11 to 2. Um, we made the decision that I, I am not going to attend the Governor McKee press briefing today. And I'll tell you why. Because it's poor planning. It is poor planning because unknowingly or knowingly, but they should have known. But he has scheduled his COVID briefing up against the first presidential briefing by President Joe Biden. So that's a scheduling error. And let me tell you something. I, I, I'm not sure what the local te- television stations are going are gonna to run because I know the networks are expecting all their affiliates. You know, ABC, this isn't going to be just like a, a CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. CBS, NBC, NBC, they, ABC, they're all running the first presidential press briefing 64 days in. This was a scheduling mistake. By Governor McKee. Now, he can't do everything, but he is the governor. And folks, this highlights to me, this is another lost week. Now, some of you aren't going to get this, but he is struggling with his press office. No one has talked about it. I'm going to write about it later on the website, dipetro.com. And by the way, dipetro.com, 
which is, in fact, brought to you by Allstate Lock. Folks, you want to make sure you're nice and safe and secure, your home or business, contact Allstate Lock. You can log right through at the website, petro.com. Experts at locking systems, building security, security cameras, 401-349-0042 or online, allstatelock.com. This is the situation with Governor McKee's press office. Now, listen, he's known for a while now he was going to be the governor. And... He's going to have to decide, and I think decide quickly. Keep in mind, he's just, at the the bare minimum, he's fulfilling Governor Raimondo's term in office. So he'd like to be elected governor. At this pace, I'm not convinced it's going to happen. And I I don't know him that well. I, I like and respect some of the people um, in his orbit, so to speak, some of the people around him. Um, I, I'm looking past the fact that Pork Boy down the dial, Dan Pork, forever was trying to get him into office and get a job with him. Uh, I don't know who he needs, but just in looking at Governor McKee's press office, folks, he, he needs to be everywhere. And I know he's the former mayor of Cumberland, and I know he has a number of different family and friends that listen to the show, but... And, and, and obviously, listen, I, I'd like to see him succeed, but I'll tell you that his Democrat rivals are not blown away by any stretch. Um, he was on Newsmakers over the weekend. He, he voiced a frustration with the media, his press office. Um, he, he, Governor McKee has three people in his press office. One person was with him uh, as lieutenant governor. And I don't know her that well, but, you know, so she's along for the ride. Then he brought in for someone who worked for Mayor Lorza, who doesn't, Mayor Lorza certainly didn't enjoy good publicity, or I'd even say a great relationship with the press. He was kind of out of sight for a, a long time during the pandemic. Then he also chose someone who's a TV reporter who was out on maternity leave. Now, that is wonderful. And I, you know, he's she's the daughter of a, a big Cumberland Attleboro guy, and I think friendly with Governor McKee, but has never done the job before. Um, maternity leave, I mean, isn't it three months that you're out? I think that she's saying she's only going to be out a month, but that's not the norm. But that's who they chose. So. He has a three-person press office, but right now he's only got two people. And he's not succeeding. Now, granted, he's following someone who was very aggressive with the media. Today's a mistake. Today, they should not have him. He's had a quiet week. He needs to be out there every single week. Governor McKee needs to be out there and getting press attention. Now, they're looking ahead that the primary for governor is next September 2022. I believe they need to pretend it's this September. I know it's a pandemic, but things are opening up. And he has to be everywhere. And also today. Now, I went to the briefing last week. Now, on stage, he had three other people. That's three other people. So you have four people on stage. That's four people talking. He needs more camera time. Not everyone is watching these briefings, by the way, or listening to them. They're not. 
People are busy working. And there's also a trend of people who once they're getting their vaccine, that they're not paying attention to the COVID stuff anymore. I mean, that's just a fact. So he is not. And, and by the way, I, I'm not trying to. I mean, I, I think this is very objective criticism. What I'm saying, he voiced it himself. He's frustrated with the media that they're, you know, you're going to be buttoned up. People are going to hold you to your word. I think today they're going to announce that. Now they're going to expand the the age range again of people who can get it. But the question is, who's really going to hear him or see him? Today's Thursday. He hasn't gotten any press this week. Not real press. Not the way Ramundo would get press. I'll even say, if you go back, you know, it was very good. And folks, again, good morning. It's 1114. It's Thursday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know who was very good at, at uh, courting the press, so to speak? It was. It was former Mayor Cianci. He was a force. He got coverage. Many times as mayor of Providence, he got more coverage than Governor Allman. All right, so Governor McKee did. He did newsmakers on Channel 12 last week. He needs to be everywhere. He, he, he is an unknown he needs to take advantage right now because then when we hit summer, people turn, tune out and who knows what's around the corner. Now, we also has to start making some changes because today I believe he's again. Now, folks, I'll just be on it. We're, we're going to carry the Biden press conference. Um, I'm a local show, but <coughs> as Jeff and I weigh, what's the Jeff Gamach, the great Jeff Gamach, who, by the way, I want to point out is doing tremendous work filling in. For John Dion, I hope he's feeling better. Jeff doing double duty here. But when we weigh what's, you know, I always say if, if I'm in the car, do I really have any interest in Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott babbling along? I don't. If I'm in the car, Biden, North Korea fired a missile. I'll play us some sound. Kamala Harris, the vice president's now in charge of the border. I'll play some sound from that. Today, the gunman from Colorado making his first court appearance. And then never mind, you have the ongoing pandemic. All of these things. Biden is 64 days in. The last time we really saw him was last Friday as he tripped three times going up the stairs to Air Force One. Listen, if I'm in the car this afternoon and the John DePietro show is running, the Dan McGovern McKee press conference with Stephen Pryor, who should be out of there as Commerce Secretary. Why is that guy still there? I can't believe he's still there. This is McKee's, by the way, he's got to get his own people in here. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott completely dropped the ball with the vaccine rollout. The Attorney General, Peter Narona, basically said that. Why is she on stage? It's as if Ramundo's still away and he's just filling in. When does he become the permanent coach? It's like he's still the temporary coach. Now he brought in a new person, Tom McCarthy. Seems like a good guy. Seems buttoned up. The only problem is that's another person talking that he's not talking. He needs to address the media where he's the only one talking. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, when she led the first press briefing, she talked for 45 minutes straight. Then he spoke for five. I mean, listen. The novelty has got to come off. 
Governor McKee, former Mayor McKee, and I, folks, I don't wish him any ill will as I look at who his competitors are. Like everyone else, I'm rooting for the guy to succeed. I like some of the things he's saying about charter schools. But they got to decide, and I think they have to decide rather quickly, does he want to just be governor until, you know, maybe, maybe that's it. Because next September, he's either going to win the Democrat primary or he's out. He's going to be out at the end of the year. So he may end up just filling out Gina Raimondo's term. But you have a press office. And again, I'm not, you know, there are people in this town that have experience with that type of thing. A lot of experience with that type of thing. Um, They're seasoned. They may be, God forbid, gulp white males. And I know you're not supposed to hire a white male these days. And it's supposed to be all females out front. That's why he's got three women in the press office. But right now, if you're Governor McKee and you have someone out there, and by the way, the money he's paying out, the TV reporter that's out on maternity leave, out on maternity leave, she's never done the job before, 90000 He took one of Alors's, uh press people, I think two years ago or a year ago, she was working for Pork Boy. 90,000. Do you know how many women right now, right now it's 1119, how many women right now who are over the age of 40, or might I even dare say it, over the age of 45 or 50, that you've been out of the workforce and you'd like to return to the workforce and you're very talented and you have experience. There's a lot of women and men, but women over the age of 45, over the age of 50, with experience, who would love a state job that pays 90 grand and they're not going to have their picture on Twitter where they're wearing sunglasses. McKee, you know, you got to decide are you just going to be nonchalant, low-key, people are gunning for him, and they're gunning in a big way. It's a lot. It's moving fast. And that Seth Magazine or that general treasurer, he's licking his chops. He's openly telling people, I can beat this guy. General treasurer Seth Magazine and his crowd are already telling people, we can beat this guy. Nellie Gobia turned him down to be lieutenant governor. Why? Because she basically said, I will beat you in a Democrat primary for governor. And Alorza, I don't know what's going to happen with Mayor Alorza. Will it be a four-person race? Will it be a three-person race? Folks, I just, I want to be very clear. I know this, I know that no one else is talking this way. But I've, I've watched this game for a while. I've seen people succeed. I've seen people fail. There's something to be said. You don't have to be Governor Raimondo. But you can't be Lincoln Allman. You can't be Allman, who thought all of the politics and everything was BS. He did. He wanted to smoke cigarettes, have lunch at Cello's and uh, Angelo's, and uh, lie on the beach at Cape Cod to smoke cigarettes. That was Governor Allman. He thought the whole thing was just like 
I'm above it because I was a lawman, like that type of thing. Now, I know uh, Governor McKee is bringing in Almond from Lincoln. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I don't know who else is applying for the job. I don't know who's reached out. But he needs some seasoned people in that press office because it's Thursday. He really, most of the state doesn't know who he is. You can't make like two or three appearances and say, all right, that's good. No, you need to. You need to dominate. He needs to be everywhere. And these briefings need to, you know, all right, so they need a change with the table, but there's still too many people up there and there's still too many people talking. And that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, you know, it was an old expression, but she's the one you ask what time it is. She tells you how to build a watch. I mean, she doesn't even answer anything. And on top of that, they the, Attorney General Nerona gave him the out. Nerona's like, listen, the, the Rhode Island Department of Health screwed up by not giving the hospital's guidelines of who gets vaccine. That should have been McKee. Boom. That's it. We're making a change. I'm going to hold her accountable. Dr. Scott, thank you for your service. Boom. And then come in whoever. Either that or I, I just the whole dynamic has to change. You're not. He's not. Let me say this. And folks, again, it's 1123. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Uh, this portion of the show, and by the way, the website is brought to you by Relax Souls, S-O-L-E-S. Do you have some aches and pains? Listen, how would you like them to go away through reflexology? Lisa Wood. Call or text her at 401-742-6621. 401-742-6621. Reflexology. It's different from massage. You can have a direct link right through my website. She works on your hands and feet. Believe it or not, that really relaxes you and helps alleviate stress. Because your feet correspond to organs and systems of the body. It's incredible. Ease of stress. Helps your body work better. I mean... Boost your immune function. Reflexology. Lisa Wood. Call or text her 401-742-6621. S-O-L-E-S. Souls. 742-6621. Listen, it's really simple. Go to the website, petro.com and you can um, uh, get a direct link. Um, you know, once we, I, I understand that the vaccines, they are the priority. And people still can't get appointments. But when Governor McKee starts to move beyond this, the state's a mess. You know, Governor Mondo had pretended she wanted to maybe stay and be governor. She didn't. She knew to get out while the getting was good. Rhode Island Governor Junior Mondo, and folks, she's no idiot. She left 40% approval rating. Every governor's under attack. Hey, listen, you still have an empty Superman building. You have a downtown with maybe one of the worst mayors in the country in Alorza, and you have a downtown that still has not recovered from the riot. That 195 land, guess who's building there? Nobody. Nobody. He's inheriting a mess. Governor McKee, Stephen Pryor is not the guy. If the pandemic hadn't come along, do you think Ramundo? Ramundo got the commerce job because of Mayor Bloomberg. That's it. Bloomberg gave Biden $100 million for Florida with one condition. He gets Gina Ramundo a job. So he delivered because she came out and gave him the endorsement. But had the pandemic not happened, Governor Ramundo, her 
she was clinging to like free tuition at CCRI. Don't ever forget that. Wasn't exactly a success story. But today, all eyes will be on President Biden. And him putting Kamala Harris in charge of the border is a mistake. Kamala Harris, see, Biden's all about optics. Wouldn't this be great? First Eskimo, first this and that. He just wants to check all the boxes. But Kamala Harris is not a serious person. You you can't handle this is this is so far over her head, the border problem, that basically the reason they named her in charge is so today at the briefing, he's going to try to deflect a lot of the questions to say, well, you know, VP Harris is going to handle that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's all that is. But she certainly has not. All she does, she was asked if she was going to go to the border. I'll play you the sound, folks. She started giggling. Um, she started cackling, if you if you will. Not that she's the cackle, but she is not built for solving the problem at the border. So he's just trying to take it, get it off his plate. This is the person who's now going to be in charge of the border. But um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny? Uh, not today. So Biden is going to, um, folks, and you know they're holding their breath on whether or not he can get through this press briefing. Unscripted. Here's Pete Ducey talking about Biden, President Biden getting ready for today's press briefing. You'll, you'll alternate Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Let's see if we the eve of his first solo press conference as president a few minutes ago somebody shouted out to him how are you getting ready for the press conference and he said what press conference right do you have a good question ready i have a binder full of questions it's been a while binder full yeah so you'll you'll alternate depending on what happens well let's see if we get called on and then uh we we will see where the where the moment takes us Okay, Peter. You know, this business, I'm surprised, Brett Beer, that's Peter Ducey of Fox, who, folks, by the way, I think has been doing a very good job. But, you, you know, a lot of times it's it's evolving. Um, you want to see what the news of the day is. Do you have questions? It, it will be set as far as deciding in order who they call on. That part will be orderly. That part will be orderly. So I want to be very clear. Folks, good, good morning at 1128. It's John DePietro. On AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'm going to play the piece about the border in just a moment. I don't believe, you know, I hear some people saying, oh, it's all scripted. He'll get the question. I don't believe that. No, he won't get the questions in advance. Because you you have to, I don't think, I know. People sometimes don't get, there's, there's a lot of friction many times with those that work in the White House and those that cover the White House. Um, it's not as all as hunky-dory. And listen, um, people, there's a lot out there right now. As I said, you know, you have the shooting in Colorado. That's his first day in court today. The gunman, the Muslim that shot all the people. You have North Korea fired a missile. I'm going to play the sound of that. And then you have the border. Plus you have the pandemic. 
there's there's a lot going right now. And today, what what you really want to do is try to get some information. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered that they're not answering. I know some people think that it's supposed to be, and it's not, a gotcha thing. People say that to me. I like you go and you ask tough. You're not there to ask tough questions. You're there to ask questions that will get you more information. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this, by the way, it's going to be a very warm day today, which is terrific. Um, let me just double check right now with the temperature. It's going to be rising. All right. Well, a little bit later this afternoon, we could hit 70 degrees, but it's brought to you by Bethel Softwash. Now, listen, let's get the outside of your home or business cleaned off. Bethel Certified Softwash. Now, outside your home on this Thursday, maybe you have some algae or moss or green stains or some things that maybe you thought that they would die off in the wintertime and it didn't but it just looks hideous if you go to bethel softwash their facebook page the before and after photos are tremendous but you can call or text jared for a free same day text estimate folks i've had him do work in my home he's fantastic 401 617 617-2585, Bethel Certified Softwash. And it's biodegradable, plant safe, and what a difference it makes. Uh, the before and after, let's get rid of the grime and the algae and the moss and the mildew. Bethel Certified Softwash Power Washing. The website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. And so whether you are a restaurant or a building or a home, or a roof, or a deck, or a patio, or a walkway, or a basketball court, or a tennis court, Bethel Certified Softwash Power Washing. RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com is the website, and you can get a hold of Jared. All you do is take a photo, and then free day, free same-day text has been 401-617-2585. They're also on Facebook. Folks, it's John Petro on this Thursday. Now, again, uh, the big news of the day is the Biden briefing. His first one coming up. And it's highly anticipated. I think they waited too long. He's 64 days in. Uh, and now there's more on his plate. If the Bi- They misplayed this. The Biden people, without knowing all the details, they should have had this press briefing. I think they should have had it in the first two weeks. Because, let's face it, the first two weeks, there wasn't a lot out there. And you could just keep blaming President Trump. That was a mistake. That was a mistake not having the first briefing then. They would have got it out of the way. Now, overnight, let me just play you. This is just, you want to talk about tremendous amount of news. Uh, let's go through some of the news that has just happened. This is just uh, this morning. This is uh, this morning on ABC's Good Morning America. First, we're going to begin with that breaking news. North Korea launching two ballistic missiles overnight, stepping up tensions with the U.S. and its first real test of the Biden administration. Our chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz, you know she is tracking this for us. Good morning, Martha. Good morning, Robin. This is the first time North Korea has launched ballistic missiles in a year, and it is a clear violation of U.N. Security Council resolutions and follows the launch of two cruise missiles over the weekend. The two short-range ballistic missiles traveling nearly 300 miles, falling into the Sea of Japan. Japan calling the launches a threat to peace and security as they prepare for the Olympics. This is the first significant test that the Biden administration 
after years of the Trump administration failing to make any progress in the denuclearization of North Korea, even after those well-publicized summits. And it comes after testimony from a top U.S. commander who said North Korea has achieved alarming success in its quest to threaten the U.S. homeland with nuclear-armed ICBMs, and they may resume those testing of larger missiles. The Biden administration says it is committed to diplomacy. TJ? Why say that? Why say committed to diplomacy? Why take anything off the table? Notice they have to throw in the dig, the failed. Hey, Trump, they tried. And he at least got and tried to get communication going. And we don't know whether or not there was progress. So North Korea launches two ballistic missiles into the Sea of Japan. It's a test. What's President Biden going to do about it? What's he going to say about it today? So you have that. And then you have the crisis at the border. It's a mistake that he's putting the vice president in charge. I'm telling you right now, it's a mistake. This morning, with a near record number of children in custody at the border, the White House finally allowing a press camera inside the facilities where they are being housed. The access limited. The reporter not allowed to speak to any of the 766 teenage boys sheltering inside. And here are the images. Children spotted playing soccer. Piles of clothes waiting for migrants when they enter. Empty classroom, medical clinics, and space set aside for the 108 who tested positive for COVID-19 when they arrived. But this facility in Carrizo Springs, Texas, is far different from these images that emerged days earlier. Hundreds of miles away in Donna, Texas, where press are not allowed in. Kids packed closely together, sleeping on mats with foil blankets separated by plastic. In this video from Customs and Border Protection, nearly 4,000 here. The facility only meant to hold 250. More than 16,000 migrant children are in custody, crossing the border without a parent or guardian. And with pressure growing on the Biden administration, the president tapping Vice President Kamala Harris to take the lead. I think the best thing to do is to put someone who, when he or she speaks, they don't have to wonder about, is that where the president is? When she speaks, she speaks for me. The vice president and the president said that they do plan to visit the border, but as of now, Amy, no date set. All right, and Rachel, we know that President Biden holding his first solo formal press conference of his presidency later today. This now is listen to this, halfway folks. through his first 100 listen days in office. What can we expect? Yeah, 64 days into his presidency, President Biden will be holding that first press conference today. It has taken him longer to do this than any of his recent predecessors. But, of course, no shortage of topics to ask about here. You have gun violence, the pandemic, and, of course, the situation here at the border, Amy. All right, Rachel Scott, thank you so much. And you can watch President Biden's first full press conference today around 1.15 p.m. Eastern right here on ABC. TJ? Well, now the problem is if you're Channel 6... Which one are you carrying? Well, I think they're going to carry you. I don't know what they're going to do, actually. I'll have to check to see. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but there's no shortage of things. And, and she is the wrong person, the vice president, to put in charge of the border. She's the wrong one to put in charge. folks. And not only that, I mean, do we really think? See, President Trump, and again, folks, good morning. It's 1137. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You could always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your 
oil provider, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and South Southeastern Mass. Who's your oil provider? Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Well, when we talk about political correctness, someone that apparently used to tell a lot of jokes, Asian jokes, was Jay Leno. Now he's under attack. Here's Jay Leno saying, in my heart, I knew it was wrong for telling these anti-Asian jokes over the years. Let me hear this. Morning, TJ. The jokes were insensitive, so we are not going to air them. But activists say every time Leno made jokes about Asian Americans. We could take it. We could take it. They were insensitive, so we're not going to air them. Do you know this is a pattern where they won't share with you what it was? That was the entire insensitive. We can handle it. It's one thing you want to say the N word and not print it. But context, maybe someone would hear it and say, you know, I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's offensive. I think that's funny. Do you know, like Dr. Seuss, they wouldn't even show the images of someone who's Asian holding chopsticks. Because what? Someone harmed by that? All right, here's the story. Jay Leno now apologizing. Apparently, he used to tell jokes that Asian people would, would, I think it had to do with, I think, eat dogs. He focused on the same stereotype, which they say made their group a target. This morning, longtime comedian and former Tonight Show host Jay Leno apologizing for decades of jokes targeting Asians, saying, in my heart, I knew it was wrong. This is just like a Hollywood award show, but with fewer Jews. The Asian American activist group MATA says they've demanded Leno stop joking that Koreans or Chinese eat dogs or cats and apologize for nearly two decades. They say he finally apologized last month, now saying, at the time I did those jokes, I genuinely thought them to be harmless. I think Jay realized they were doing jokes that are just kind of flippant and callous toward Asian Americans. It has an impact on how people think of them. We've documented cases where people have vandalized places, uh, attacked people on the street, saying, hey, do you guys eat dog? Leto's apology comes at a time when Asian Americans have increasingly been targeted with racist attacks that blame them for the virus. The group Stop AAPI Hate reports nearly 3,800 accounts of racism and discrimination in the last year. Just last week, an Atlanta mass shooter killed eight people. Six were Asian Nothing Americans. to do with it. Leno told Mata he was shocked and saddened by what was happening to the Asian community and says, I would be deeply hurt and ashamed if somehow my words did anything they didn't. to incite this violence. They didn't. Leno's apology coinciding with a major reckoning in the Asian American community. People are being very angry now. They feel like they've been betrayed. They feel like they played by the rules. And this is how they get treated by fellow Americans. So there's been a, a real awakening of Asian Americans and what it means to be Asian in this country. 
activists say that Leno is not stopping with the apology. They say he wants to help with a healing process, and they have a big announcement coming up in the next few weeks. PJ? You know, does it matter? And again, folks, good morning at 1141. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 on 99.95. Does it matter that the gunman said that it wasn't a hate crime? That there were two white people killed in the like. Do, do the facts matter at all? What the facts? Why do the facts in no way matter? I don't know why. What? Why can't it? <sighs> uh, former President Trump will join Laura Ingram tonight. Reaction to the Biden press briefing. All right. Well, that's good news. New Jersey gym owner offers free memberships to non-vaccinated customers. Now, what is the point of that? I don't understand that. But again, uh, breaking the shooter who killed 10 seen in wheelchair at court as mental illness probed. So there's that. There is um, there's definitely that with that is kind of the... Um, the least of the, the big stories today. The big story really is, in fact, the situation at the border, the Biden briefing. Um, you know, it's amazing. I, I also follow the FBI on Twitter. Boy, they are still nonstop about anyone that happened to be at the Capitol. Even if you people, there were some guys who were just like outside. I'm looking at a photo now and there's somebody that's just... Um, he, he, he's outside on the steps and they're trying to find him. Boy, you certainly didn't, you certainly didn't hear any of that, any of that uh, during the course of the summer. Well, folks, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, now remember, check the stories on the website, dipietro.com. We have the Green New Deal protest. We also have the situation they're looking for certain suspects involved with some incident at the foxy lady you can see the photos there it's all at dipetro.com and dipetro.com is sponsored by j freitas construction let me ask you a question do you need a handyman it's spring now a lot of people let things go around their home during covid because they didn't want someone that might bring covid into their home but now maybe you have the vaccine or maybe you're finding you know, that you, you feel a little bit better about it, contact Jamie at J. Freitas Construction. Handyman Services, deck staining. You can link right through at the website to Petro.com or call them at 837-4545. Handyman Services, Paint Rhode Island, uh, and also deck staining. Makes your deck look so much better. Interior painting or just basic handyman service. Forget about your son-in-law coming out to help and uh, fix or maintain aspects of your home or office, hire a real handyman. 401-837-4545. And you can link right through at the website, which is to petro.com. Now, something that's going to happen today with the Biden press briefing, and some members of the media don't want to admit this, but this was um, this morning on Fox and Friends. And, you know, I, I don't maybe some people don't want to admit this, but there's part of this is people want to make sure that the president is fully operating. 
This is kind of this is more than just a, a presidential press conference. This is a test of President Biden to see if if he's got everything flowing. Uh, I believe this was discussed this morning on on Fox and Friends. Let me hear some of I'm sure it's a lot more than a minute or two he's putting in, and we'll see how he does because this is not his ideal format, the back and forth and the jostling that happens at a press briefing. Carrie, I can barely understand what he's saying with the mask on. I don't know if that's on purpose or what. And we talked earlier about how he hasn't met with the Republican side. Sometimes I wonder, maybe it's not that he doesn't want to work together or pretend like he's working together with them. Maybe they just don't want to show how badly he's declining. I mean, I can't understand him, and there's there seems to be so such little access, and they know that we have these questions, what else could be the reason? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Rachel. It's a scripted presidency. It's a soundbite presidency. You remember President Trump let cameras in when he was with Nancy Pelosi. So even when he was with friend or foe, the cameras were always in. He was always taking questions. Uh, But this is a scripted presidency. They put him in these very short moments. His speeches are even short. They're a few minutes most of the time. There's no long address. And you've got to ask, you know, why is he not giving this joint address to Congress? This is your opportunity to go forward with a positive agenda, an optimistic agenda to lay out your what what you plan he's not doing it um can he do it i think is the question that that we're all asking and today's going to be a big test for president biden his biggest yet at least when it comes to public relations you know that's uh kaylee who's terrific who obviously um you know i find her very interesting on fox but somebody has to say it i mean aside from the substance of the answers and again folks good morning it's john DePietro. At 1147 on this Thursday at AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. I, um, we, we, uh, this is the first time, but we're not going to, I'm not going to, normally I would be at Veterans Auditorium and getting ready for the governor's COVID briefing. But it is in waking the decision, Governor McKee's schedulers or press people or maybe him, I don't know. But I believe they made an error by going up against the first Biden press briefing. He's not going to get any news out of this. And on top of that, I find the the briefings a little little disjointed anyway. There's too many people, four people that um, his Commerce Secretary, Stephen Pryor, that guy talks way too much. He doesn't say anything. I'm surprised he's still there. McKee. Uh, and again, this this is nothing personal. That guy was brought in by Raimondo. I'll tell you this. If roles were reversed, if roles were reversed, and Governor Raimondo was coming and taking over, and Governor McKee had left, boom, she would have cleaned house overnight. Folks, you got to get your people on, on the field. This these, these were her people. He has every right. To get the heads of the departments that he wants. I'm telling you. The longer he. Now you know. I'm not saying you just go in and immediately get rid of people. But that. Stephen Pryor. That that was a Ramundo. The guy's from Connecticut. I think he went to Yale. He somehow was connected. With the Ramundo people in some way. But. The guy's just not good with business people. Um, again, it's nothing against these people personally. It's not. He's awkward on stage. He, 
if if you're McKee and you're not going to keep him, then like what what are you holding on to him for then? Get you know get rid of him. Make the change. I think make the change. Get someone in there that's going to do the job and work for you. He's not. And the story that came out about the vaccine, someone should be held accountable for that. I don't know if it's Dr. Scott. I don't know enough about the inner workings of the Rhode Island Department of Health. But I'll tell you this, folks. No one ever seems to be held accountable. No matter what mistakes they make, no one seems to be made to be held accountable. And people are still very frustrated trying to get an appointment to get the vaccine. And they keep opening up more windows so more people can register for an appointment to get the vaccine. And... Governor McKee says, oh, my wife and I had to try a few times. Like, I don't even think that should be happening. I mean, he is the governor for crying out loud. I don't know why he and the first lady um, are battling with everyone else to try to get one. Other than maybe they wanted to see what it was like, if that's the case. But he, I don't know. If he's going to keep Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, does she really have to be at the briefing? Maybe have, you have that Dr. Ja. I mean, from Brown University, you have Megan Rainey at Brown University. These people are on ABC. They're on CNN. Don't you want to have them up on stage with you answering some of this stuff? Maybe or maybe they've declined. I don't, you know, maybe they have declined. Maybe they offered them and they, no, I don't feel right. Or we haven't seen Dr. McDonald since he admitted. Dr. McDonald made the mistake of admitting that there was something wrong the way the hospitals were administering the vaccine to their board members, and then you never heard from him again. He's like in timeout right now. But Governor McKee also, the, the scheduling is wrong. He should not be up against the first presidential briefing. Biden announced it a week ago. That's just poor planning. They either should have had it this morning or they should have it tomorrow. Sometimes they've had it on a Friday. With Friday, you don't get any news because it goes into the weekend. Now, Baker was this morning at 11. So I, I don't know what the answer is. But you don't want to go head-to-head against the first presidential briefing. That's a mistake. you got to know when you're making a mistake. Governor McKee right now basically has a two-person press office. And neither of them are seasoned. One of them worked for him. And I, I don't know her at all. But... Let, let's just say he had challenges trying to get press as lieutenant governor last year during the pandemic when Raimondo wouldn't give him the time of day. He had trouble getting breaking through. He did. He had trouble breaking through and getting press. But that's your job is to get him press. Now, if they were saying, you know, we'll get him pressed on Thursday. Well, he's not going to get a lot of press. Because now look what's happening. Biden's having his press briefing the same day. Plus, you have the shooting in Colorado. Plus, you have the problem at the border. Now you have a missile. Uh, North Korea fired a missile. So he's losing the week. Governor McKee is not gaining any press this week. He needs to. People don't know him. People don't know him in Middletown. People don't know him in Narragansett. People don't know him in Cranston. He's really not known outside of Northern Rhode Island. And he needs to become known because he has the general treasurer and Nellie Govia. They're gunning for him. 
And they feel very good about their chances of beating him in a Democrat primary. So, and now everyone's putting pressure on him. Oh, he's got to veto this climate bill. Like, what are you talking about? The Rhode Island Republican Party um, just put out, like, I, 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 like, he's supposed to veto it? You, you don't even get, I mean, and again, I'm obviously supportive of the, the party, but, um, I mean, you, you don't even get all your members to, to vote for it. Um, uh, look, before we leap off a green cliff is a press brief, uh, press release from the Rhode Island Republican Party. Blah, blah, blah. Climate change. Um, uh, Rhode Island. This is a long press briefing. Uh, come in. Blah, blah, blah. Voted against this. Yeah. Uh, Bob Rand Fenton Fung voted for it. Um, which is obviously not addressed. And then before we legally obligate, uh, look before you leap. What, what are they talking about? <laughs> About, I, I don't even think it says anything in this press release that they're asking people to contact Governor McKee to have him veto. At least I don't see it yet. If it, who wrote this press release? We, it doesn't say any. Oh my God! It doesn't even say anything about it. Oh my! It doesn't even have like the call to action. Contact Governor McKee and please ask him to veto. Wow, they didn't put that in there. All right, so what's the point of this? I don't know what the point is. Um, so today at the briefing, um, the governor's people are going to lay out, it seems to be more of a definitive timeline of when people can get the vaccines. And folks, and I have been encouraging people to get it. I think if you can get it, you should get it. Uh, if you're anti-vaccine, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to be cruel, but they they do call that the thinning of the herd. That you have a vaccine that could prevent you from getting COVID. And it works. Just a thought that you should get it. Entirely up to you. No one, the good news, no one's going to force you to get it. But no one that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. No one that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. Now, right now it's 1156. Folks, it's Sean DePito. This portion of the program, now listen, it's going to be warm today and the next few days. And you want to grill outside. And I also want to talk to, if you are a restaurant or business and you're using a lot of propane, maybe you're using a lot of propane for some of those heating lamps outside. I want you to visit my friend Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. Stop in and see Phil. You can drop my name. Say John DePietro told me to pop in. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. You know, Phil has been there since 1971. In front of the Stop and Shop, next to the Wendy's. He's open seven days a week. All credit cards accepted. Propane tanks and supplies. Johnson Propane is the cheapest place for you to get propane. He will refill your Blue Rhino tank. If you bring your Blue Rhino tank somewhere, most of the time, they swap it out. And they charge you 25 bucks for a new tank. With Phil Johnson, 15 bucks he'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Do the math. You have two tanks, 30 bucks. You go somewhere else, it's 50 bucks. Right next to the Wendy's, credit cards accepted, Johnson Propane. Since 1971, and he always has 
propane. He does. Phil's such a good guy. Folks, good afternoon. Uh, good morning, I should say. It's John DePietro. So that is um, coming up at 115. <clears throat> we're going to carry. We will carry the, the Biden press briefing. And I, I we didn't come to it lightly. Uh, but this is too much of a high stakes press conference. Normally, next hour, I'll be broadcasting from Veterans Auditorium. And then at one o'clock, we bring you Governor McKee's press briefing. But it is in my opinion that the McKee people and schedulers made a mistake by going up against the first presidential briefing that will be carried by all the networks. Now, I don't know what the local TV stations are going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. But this is not, you know, this isn't just some White House press briefing. This is the president, and this is the first one. And by the way, folks, let's be honest. (laughs) This may be his only press briefing. Who knows? But it is high stakes because it is unscripted. Biden Unleash, first news conference, will test his new verbal discipline. Third-time candidate, now president, determined to undo his decades-long reputation, one of the most undisciplined motor mouths in American politics. Well, today, 115. He's going to meet with the media and the questions start to go. Now, keep in mind, I I don't believe I've seen some people put the questions will all be fed. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they will go in order. But in fairness, President Bush used to say uh, Jim from CBS and then point to the reporter. And then the next person, he'd say Harold from The New York Times, like whatever, or Martha from ABC. So just to keep it in order. So they're not all screaming at the same time. So, folks, it's John DePietro. We have um, we're going to go right up to 115. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We're going to be back on the other side. I'm going to bring you some more of the news of the day. So we'll get a news update. And then coming up at 115 on this Thursday, March 25th, is the first presidential briefing. President Joe Biden, we're going to bring it to you live. So let's do this. Let's get a news update. Stay tuned. A lot more ahead right here on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It's John DePietro. We'll be right back after the 12 o'clock news. W-N-O. 